Hi guys, welcome back to the Mindfully Me podcast. I'm Kathy Gabriel and this is episode 6. Today we're going to talk a little bit more about meditation, dissociation, the quality of dissociation, what it is and why it happens, and also a little bit more on what spiritual bypassing is and why it happens in, in this age of meditation. So I hope you enjoy this. So as we know, mindfulness or meditation is often touted as the solution for nearly everything in our life, right? You know, be it stress, anxiety, depression, disease, productivity, everything. You know, we've been told to meditate because it would do us some good. That there are tons of benefits when it comes to meditation. And of course, it helps that there is a lot of research that can back that. However, and this may come as a surprise for some of you, but mindfulness or meditation can actually make you feel worse than what you initially intended. In fact, it may not be as pleasurable as you thought. It's not meant to be easy and it can often stir up discomfort. In fact, it can trigger the bad feelings that you were trying to get rid of in the first place. Right, So people have this misconception that meditation is always about feeling good, about creating calm and ease in the body to sort of have this antidote to, to stress and um, anxiety. And having practiced different forms of meditation and working with people and helping them create their own meditation practice, I know that meditation can on one hand be deeply healing, profound, powerful, empowering, but it can also be really scary, frustrating, and potentially quite traumatizing, especially if it's the wrong practice for the person. Um, And this could be the personal circumstance of the individual, right? And, you know, personally for me, for the longest time, you know, even if I had been practicing meditation consistently, I realized that my own practice before was not always grounded in presence or reality. In fact, a lot of the meditation practices that I used to engage in were very dissociative in in quality. You know, they were often the most out-of-body, out-of-this-world sort of experiences. And perhaps that was what I needed at the time, right? I always had this impression that spirituality was outside of myself. And, of course, when I first started meditating, I started with Buddhism. So I was seeking spirituality outside of myself. I was seeking this this outer energy, cosmic energy, um, and I, for whatever reason, spent more time focusing on the spirit outside that I forgot what it was to connect with the spirit inside. You know, we're given this vessel, this magical vessel of, a, of our lifetime, this body, why would we want to explore anything outside of that? 
so yeah a lot of my practice before up until i started my whole journey with craniosacral therapy it was very disembodied when it came to tuning into my own body what's really here that i was completely disconnected you know a lot of the classes that i used to go to it was easy to have this out of body experience where i drift into this floaty spacey cloud-like state often in the state of non-presence i would find that i would you know knock out i would fall asleep or that i would feel like i'm here but i'm also not and i remember this this experience that i had when i was in albania and i was kind of sitting and looking out to the sea before me and it was this expansive horizon it felt like it could go on forever being there being with my ex-husband at the time i was feeling like this should have been the happiest time of my life but for whatever reason sitting there i could not tap into that resource i felt like i needed someone to pinch me to make me connect with that reality i felt there because i was physically there but i felt so empty so empty of emotion yeah and at the time i remember thinking oh this this must be what meditation feels like i feel like i'm i'm spacey i'm here but i wanted to inquire a little bit more about why i felt so numb at the same time it was a very calming sense of numbness but at the time i perhaps didn't have the tools to understand where that was coming from i'm sure that some of you have also experienced this where you go for a meditation class and teachers guide you to get into that drifty spacey state and often to a point of sleep and yes you know in a highly sleep deprived society having that 45 minutes of sleep is really therapeutic and much needed um but often you know these people that go for these meditation classes they're highly stressed and they are they end up at these classes because they struggle to connect with themselves and their feelings and their emotions because they're they're hindered by the external stresses or they're overwhelmed by these external stresses right so unfortunately they don't really end up learning the tools of mindfulness because essentially they're continuing to spend their time doing what they're good at doing which is checking out dissociating they go there to pass out to sleep and disconnect they're not being taught how to observe or engage with their feelings or sensations in a meaningful way even though again sleep is really important but if you're sleeping all the time in your meditation practice you're not learning how to be with your feelings or sensations they knock out for a brief time they feel rested and relaxed and they will likely return when things get overwhelming again and the process repeats so meditation is is not a process of checking out it's very much a process of 
checking in. And this process of checking out um, is what we call dissociation, right? So dissociation is a term that indicates a disconnection from one's own self or a part of oneself or even present reality. So like my Albania story, like I felt like I couldn't connect with the beauty around me. So on the mild end of the spectrum, dissociation is, you know, the spaciness or I guess forgetfulness in in some way or the non-connection we feel when we're on this autopilot mode. You know how when we're walking the same route over and over, we are physically present because we're walking that route, but we have no memory of the walk. Some of you may have experienced when you when you leave your house and you're not sure whether you locked the door or whether you took the keys or you shut off the heater, because you do it so often, you're in that autopilot mode that you might have done it, you were physically there, but you have no recollection of it. There was nothing meaningful about that experience. Right, so that's the mild end of the spectrum when it comes to dissociation. And then on the extreme and the more primal state of dissociation is the experience during a traumatic event of disconnecting from the entire body and self. You know, it's ultimately our survival mechanism. We need it. We literally need it to survive. You know, it happens to all mammals that are caught in a life or death situation and it's related to our fight flight freeze instinct or basically our our nervous system response so when something is extremely overwhelming either literally or subjectively there's this anesthetic anesthesia like quality or feeling that occurs as a coping reflex that gets triggered by stress and like all coping mechanisms it has both positive and negative effects but essentially this state it's not something that we want to stay in for too long yes it helps us cope but when that momentary stress is over we don't need it anymore because we will end up losing i guess our our sense of agency in in managing our emotions and our life right Sometimes in your own meditation practice, there can be an overemphasis of the cloudy, spacey, drugged up sort of experience. So, you know, that may be something to think about. You know, is it dissociation or is it equanimity? You know, they are different even though they can sometimes feel the same. So ask yourself, is your meditation practice calling you to check in? Or check out how connected are you to your body you know can you feel what's going on do you allow yourself to feel what's going on are you able to relate to yourself authentically and also grounded in the present reality right because you know the relationship we have with ourselves will likely define the relationship or shape the relationship we have with others so then this of course I guess brings us to the issue of spiritual bypassing and how spiritual bypassing occurs in that dissociation, right? And 
spiritual bypassing is a way of hiding behind spiritual practices of meditation and mindfulness. So, for example, saying, oh, you know, I don't get stressed because I meditate every day or saying I'm spiritual because I practice yoga and I wear these mala beads or I use sage, palo santo and the whole works, right? You can use all the tools and still be spiritual, yes, and be present, but we must be careful not to use it to spiritually bypass what's really here right now. You know, we must be careful not to use these tools or these attitudes of, or, or philosophies to dissociate from ourselves, from the present moment, right? It's so tempting to use spiritual philosophy or this, I guess, meditative attitude to keep a distance from the pain or the discomfort that we can be experiencing. You know, like saying, oh no, I'm good or I, I want to hold loving awareness for all beings or don't worry about it, this too shall pass or negativity is so toxic or the worst, good vibes only. Essentially, this mentality or practice keeps us one step removed from the intimacy with oneself and the deeper engagement we can have with others. And to tell you the truth, I've had my own fair share of this, right? People have said to me, how can you be so stressed? You meditate every day. And even more recently, a therapist, yeah, a therapist said to me, you do yoga, but why are you so ungrounded? And that's where the misconception is, right? Meditation is meant to fix all our problems. Meditation is supposed to make us whole. Meditation is meant to make us better, to feel better. Meditation is supposed to make us more spiritual, more enlightened, but it doesn't. Meditation is just a tool. Like other practices, it's to help us understand ourselves more deeply. And that understanding or the gaining of that deeper awareness is what's enlightening, not meditation itself. We, this body, what we are feeling right here, right now. No moralizing of our feelings, no good, no bad. The power is that we are the awareness. We are the awareness. So, Hopefully this episode has provided some food for thought on meditation, mindfulness, and perhaps some insight, I hope, into your own personal practice. Let me know your thoughts on this and, you know, of course, feel free to share your journey with me. I always welcome that. And if you've enjoyed this, of course, please support me by liking and subscribing to the show. I always appreciate that. And I think next week we can definitely explore a body awareness meditation that can help with dissociation, especially if you've been practicing meditation practices that encourage the out-of-body stuff. Um, so yeah, it's a practice that will definitely help you feel more grounded and in the present reality. So until then, I hope you have an enjoyable week. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!